You're listening to What the Folklore, making sense of senseless tales. You can support us on Patreon and join our Discord server at patreon.com slash wtfolklore. Hello everyone and welcome back to What the Folklore, Making Sense of Senseless Tales. I am your storyteller, Carmen. Crime Weaver, Tyler. Gordy. <laughs> the the present. Um, and today we're doing a folktale, because Tyler has still not come up with a new nefarious plan to capture me and prevent me from doing this. I have not come up with a visible scheme. <laughs> a known plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it. but I do kind of like that it keeps people on their toes. Like, you don't know <laughs> what you're going to get out of this. <laughs> It could be either one, really. And if only those pesky titles didn't get in the way. Yeah, that's true. The, the pesky titles. Yeah, that's true. You don't. I mean, you don't you need can... to stick to that title uh, convention either. You know. Yeah, I feel like that's a crime too far even for me. <laughs> there, there is no law. Or you could put down a title and then sometime later change it. Because I know that there are people who legitimately are not interested at all, and I want to give them at least the opportunity to not download it. <laughs> Oh sure. Should they so choose. You don't you don't wanna you don't wanna goose our download numbers. Yeah. Um dishonestly. Right. Yeah, download integrity is very important. <laughs> That's the only that integrity is. that I have. There is, there is there is podcast law around that. When we when we report our numbers, um, we have to make sure that those line up because they because they do check the podcast receipts. They do. At the end of the at the end of the day. Now, Gordy, you claimed a title this week, which is the present. Yeah, and that I assume that to mean that you are um, here, present. I am present or and accounted gift. for. You could right, be that, a gift. How um, how do you feel that's... about Gordy the gift? Because frankly, you are. Well, a gift, <laughs> a gift to who and for what? To um, us. I mean, I'm... and for being good boys and girls. Um. Yeah, I am. I am Santa. Eat, eat of my eat of my flesh. <laughs> Um, that's that. I don't know how I feel about that, but um, generally, generally, I, I, yeah, I don't know how long, I feel about that. As long as long I know as how I, am, I feel about it, and it's very good. Um, yeah, as long as I was, you know, uh, given given in good faith by, and my dad signed off on it. Mm-hmm. Just your um, dad, but I, I did, I did mean that I. Well, I mean, I think of my yeah. Both, maybe both my parents, because they both kind of co-own. Um, the, but... the Gordy brand. <laughs> I did trick your dad into signing an autograph, and now I just copy-paste it onto any documents mm, that I need. That's what I did all through middle school. <laughs> <laughs> you went on so many field trips that you weren't supposed to go on. I did. I went into that museum, and then I got locked inside, and I had to live in the fountain, or whatever happened in that book. You had to fight Ben Stiller for your life? That's true. That happens in all museums, and they don't really talk. It's not just the one. It is all of them. (laughs) That is literally the only thing I remember about the the mixed-up files of Miss Franklin and the... I don't know. Uh, They bathe in the fountain and take money? Yeah, and then they, like, sleep on the beds. Like, that's it. I don't know who who Miss... Miss basil frankenweiner like what her deal was or what the files were or or anything else that they did i just remember that part and then going to stores with my parents afterwards and scoping them for potential survivability get in get in those big tents at the kmart we should probably start reading a folktale <laughs> yeah i guess we should do the folktale bit i feel like our whimsy levels are going off the charts already and i'm concerned that we're not going to be able to maintain that level we, I mean, um, we need a little extra whimsy in the world right now, so we're just injecting I've, the yeah, whimsy that has been. Good. Yeah, the whimsy is like the coins in the bottom of the wishing fountain. It's <laughs> it, there's a lot of them, and no one's using it right now, so we have a little bit of extra whimsy coinage to scoop into this show. Nobody's going to uh, complain about additional whimsy these days. I have I have distilled my whimsy into a into a drinkable substance. <laughs> 
And so, and so I will probably be taking a shot of it about halfway through. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about, Gordy. You're a gift. Well, I'm glad that I can serve in this capacity. Uh, so we're going to focus our whimsy now on uh, telling you a folktale. This will be a folktale. <laughs> focused <laughs> focused <laughs> whimsy. The, the beams, the hot searing beams of our whimsy. Uh, so I'm going to read a folktale to the two of you. You've never heard it before. Uh, you will interrupt me to get me to stop reading this with... I don't know. Pop culture references. Who knows? You two are unpredictable. Um, Just depends what's going on. And then we're going to try and fix it for a modern audience. Most of the time we fail. And I think we were, we, we like had actual information last time. So we are Mm -hmm. off the hook for the next several episodes (laughs) and and being educational in any way. In any capacity. All right. um, So today. Before we start. Okay. Let's go off on yet another tangent. Um, what do you two feel our uh, efficacy rate is on actually fixing tails? I'd say like one out of ten. We are oh, focused I... enough to do something like that. I was going to go one in fifty. So you're a little more generous than I am. I I would go somewhere between the two. I don't I don't think it's okay. it's not ten percent. I would go, <laughs> but I don't. But I think it's better than two percent. <laughs> I would say it's a ten percent us actually focusing enough to try. Mm-hmm. And then somewhere um, below that is... Yeah, does it, does <laughs> it count if we make the rate. attempt? Right. <laughs> I think I think good faith attempts might be somewhere yeah, in the Yeah, good faith attempts nexus. are certainly higher. Yeah, I think the, the attempts um, are in the 10% range. The success rate is somewhat below that. <laughs> sure, but what, but what could any of that really mean? I mean, all numbers are made up, so... If you think about it. Yeah. We're not beholden to them. Hey, we haven't started, and it's seven minutes and 30 <laughs> seconds in. Should we just, like, kick it for another 15? <laughs> so what's new? Go back and edit in the timestamp for when we actually get focused, Tyler, so people can skip if they want. I mean, that's up to me. That's true. <laughs> I'm making a suggestion. Take it or leave it. What's the name of the story? Uh, this story is called Salt. Sauce and spice, onion leaves, pepper, and drippings. That, hmm. It's just, what are the drippings? It's just like drippings, like meat. This is, this is what I don't like about recipes, or not <laughs> recipes, but like ingredients for things is you look like, hey, what's in it? Is there something that'll make me violently sick? And it just says like Spices. drippings. <laughs> Spice. Yeah, spice is a, is a really good one. To clarify, you are reading a folktale and not allrecipes.com. I yeah, I, I got this from a folk tale book and not from one of the many recipe books that I have failed to crack open recently. Are there characters in it and do they have names? Uh yeah. Great. It's a surprise. Um where's, so this, where's it from? This is a Hausa tale and uh, the Hausa are people of uh who live in northern Nigeria and this Excellent. is again sourced from Strange Things Sometimes Still Happen by Angela Carter cuz I'm just kind of like running through this book. While I have taken the reins back from the listeners. Hasn't failed us yet. It has a nice range of like locations. so And can... strange happenings. And definitely some strange happenings. Uh, anyway, this story. This story is about salt and sauce and spice and onion leaves and pepper and drippings. Has it started? Yes, this is the beginning of the story. Okay. It's a story. Huzzah. Yay, it's a story. We promise. Uh, the above-mentioned kitchen ingredients had uh-huh. heard a report of a certain youth who was very handsome, but also the son of an evil spirit. Is this a kitchen council? Now, okay, so these these kitchen ingredients <laughs> are sentient. Yes. Is this like that a... Is- a midnight society sentient. or a rescuer situation? They are sentient and they are thirsty. They crawl out of the cupboards <laughs> to talk about, like, kidnapped children? They're thirsty for boy. They're thirsty for boy. They've heard he's handsome. He just happens to be the son of an evil spirit. I don't think he's kidnapped. I think this, that's just his lineage. Son of evil spirit. Very hot. Sexiest man. I mean, that... What I know of literature that tracks. So, salt, sauce, spice, onion leaves, pepper, and drippings rise up and turn into beautiful maidens. I hate referring to an entity as drippings, like a (laughs) thinking entity. Please stop. (laughs) Please stop calling that thing drippings. Like, please. You're not going to enjoy the rest of this story. (laughs) 
I never thought I would, <laughs> to be honest. Um, so all of these ingredients are now hot ladies, and they are setting off on a quest to find that D. I'm picturing the Spice Girls. Probably Basically. because you did say um, spice. Spice is I one mean, of them. But I am, I am thinking salty of spice, what... saucy spice, spicy dripping spice, spice, onion leaf spice, peppery spice, and dripping spice. <laughs> New Spice Girls. Um, My condolences to Dripping's Spice. <laughs> well, as they were all going along on their quest for some hot dude, uh, Dripping's was lagging behind. And the others were encouraging this. Because, like you, they did not much care for Dripping's. It's not that I don't care for Dripping's. I care for Dripping's quite a bit. That is why I am sad that they are called Dripping's. They are Dripping's, though. Like, that's their whole identity. Dripping's, like, Dripping's is descriptive, though. It, it is still a thing. It, it it dripped from something. It is It consists of something else. Yeah, but it... Yeah. Is it, it is, water? No, it's is fat. Is it milk? It's, like, melted fat from roasting meat. Oh, just meat. call it that, then. Okay, so, so uh, melted fat was lagging behind the others. Mm. <laughs> Much better. And is it? it? Yes. Let's, okay. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue right. calling her Drippings, because that is her given name, and... <laughs> And I will respect that of her. Um, so they were encouraging her lagging behind and told her that she stank. Uh, so in so response... she, she's allowed in the friend group just to get dunked on. Yeah. That's she's... the role that she serves. Yeah, she's the one that makes them like feel better about themselves in spite of mm-hmm. not having accomplished much. She is the squid of this rocket power. I guess. <laughs> I have no idea to what that's referring as with everything in my life, it's cartoons. <laughs> Obviously. It's the lens that I see the world through. Every, all people you look at are just animated and everything has a thick, dark line around it. Mm-hmm. Everybody can be contextualized as one of the four members of Rocket Power. A lot of inanimate objects have uh, expressive faces for you. Are you a squid? Are you a Reggie? Are you an Otto? Or are you a Twister? Sometimes I feel like the mom who's out of touch when I I hang out with you two. But, like, I don't feel that way when I'm teaching teenagers. Um, Teenagers are not into what's cool, I guess. Because, yeah, the children are who's wrong, obviously. Uh, So she crouched down and she hid until the others had gone on a little bit and she followed them at a distance. Because she was sick of getting dunked on. She wants to be drippings. She must be drippings. Uh, when the Spice Girls reached a certain stream, there was an old woman bathing in it. Uh, the woman asked the anthropomorphic kitchen gre- ingredients to rub her back, but they were all like, you know. <laughs> you know, also we're food. Right. Ask a person. Um, we might look like hot ladies, but we are food. It'd be kind of fun to draw these women, actually. And we're on a quest to get some, old lady. <laughs> We all need your, your mothball stink on our hands yeah, when we're trying to... Your time is up, old woman. We're on, on the, the most noble mission <laughs> to absolutely chomp down on warm beef. Um, so the old woman said nothing more, and they continued on. Drippings wandered by a little later, and she greeted the old woman. The old woman asked her where she was going. She said, well, we're off to find a certain youth. And then uh, the old woman asked her to rub her back. She consented. And after the back rub, the old woman blessed her and said, Hey, that young man that you're looking for, do you know his name? And the answer is no. <laughs> no, they cool. don't. Just, just heard rumors about some sweet peen in the area. <laughs> I heard he's got helipex. <laughs> washboard abs. Uh, and, the juiciest, and... deepest. <laughs> And that was enough to turn us human and set us off on a singular quest. But no, we so don't they, know. We don't know anything about this dude. Yeah. So they don't. They don't do this regularly. I don't think. I mean, this is the only story we have. This could be like every time a particularly hot, uh, like webtoon style protagonist man shows up, they mm-hmm. uh, they woman up and and go on a quest. But this is the only. Uh, evidence we got for that behavior is this why bobby flay is on the food network because <laughs> if anyone too attractive was on there the food comes to life and tries to bone down on him 
Are you saying Bobby Flay is not attractive enough to... This is what I am saying. I don't think he's unattractive. He's not my type. He's not attractive enough to make food come to life. No, I wouldn't say most... Like, Gordon Ramsay, while not unattractive either, is also not, like, onion leaf woman (laughs) appeal. Alton Brown, same deal. Yeah. Great personality. Not a face to bring Pepper to life. (laughs) That's my new pickup line, by the way. Girl, you got a face that could bring Pepper to life. Uh, if she if she gets it, then that <clears throat> certainly tells you something. Then we're already married. Then then yeah, by law you you are you are married. That is I true. look down at my hand, and we've been married for twenty years already. Twilight Zone or some shit. Get on that one, Jordan Peele. <laughs> we should uh, we should check the spouses of particularly attractive celebrities for evidence that they are in fact. <laughs> Evidence. Kitchen uh, ingredients. More often than not, I would describe them as drippings. <laughs> um, all right. So, yeah, they, she has communicated to the old woman that she knows nothing about this man except that he is just so hot. And the woman <laughs> says, well, this man, the one you know nothing about, and therefore I know nothing about, is actually my son. And probably. His, yeah, probably. And his name is Duskendarini. But don't tell the others. They suck. Clearly. Clearly. Then she falls silent. Now, this is a great like, ruse. <laughs> like like dead? Huh? No, she's just silent. Old people aren't dead when they're quiet. <laughs> like nursing, you... nursing homes aren't full of people just like keening to prove that they're still alive at all moments. But you do have to check more frequently. <laughs> you do. I mean, if, if you like shake one of those... Um... You know, the thing, like the little wiggly things that make the blackbird noises, you will often get sort of cause and response. <laughs> but if if you are just like a random old woman, and then this random girl says she's looking for a dude she knows nothing about, this is a great ruse to get your son married. It is. Like, oh man, I know the dude you're talking about. It's, uh, it's Jordan. It's my son who never leaves the house. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Uh, you you seem like a nice nice lass who like actually listens to people and has a good heart. Maybe you can fix him. <laughs> um, all right. So this girl drippings goes on armed with the name of a boy she knows nothing else about, and continues to follow far behind the others until they get to the young man's house. So I guess they got like GPS directions or something when they they just heard hot dude lives at this address. Or they have hot dar. Or that. They can just sense it. It's Pepper who's leading them. Because it's they can f- spicy <laughs> they can... and can sense the spice in the air. Yeah, they can feel the scovels coming off of his abs. <laughs> they use Pepper like a divining rod. kind of <laughs> holding her out in front of them. Uh, the group of them was just about to go into his house, which bit rude, uh, when he called to them to go back and enter one at a time, like slightly more polite people. Ladies, ladies, single file. <laughs> There's enough abs for everyone. So Salt comes forward first and was about to enter when the voice is like, wait, 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 who are you? Like, introductions, please. Um, and she says, I'm Salt, who makes the soup tasty. And he's like, cool, I've heard of you. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, one would hope. Now, what's you're my not, name? You're not starstruck to meet Salt? Would you be? Like, if if the like the most famous one there is. If the personification of of salt the seasoning that makes all meat and most other foods edible mm-hmm. we're like at a convention signing autographs would you stand in that line i'd go up and sh- well in the times when we could shake hands i right, would have right. shook their hand and and thanked them for their work certainly it has had a profound effect on my life true both <laughs> detrimental and otherwise <laughs> my tongue is a big fan my heart <laughs> not so much um, so he asked for his name, and she says, well, I don't know your name, little boy. And I am concerned about the phrasing little boy in their quest for some, some hot dude. <laughs> um, and more than one of them says this, but this is the only time I write it down. Uh, Maybe they're m- just condescending foods. It's Considering they have no reason to learn his name. Or if they are, like, truly the spirit of the essence of the food and not just a random pile of salt that was Quite hanging ancient. out somewhere, then yeah, they they probably are pretty old. 
So he makes her go back. Sauce is next, and she introduces herself as Sauce, who makes the soup sweet. Uh, but she also is sent back for not knowing his name. Uh, next is Spice, who makes the soup savory. Then Onion Leaves, who makes the soup smell nicely. And Pepper, who makes the soup hot. And all of them were rejected. And now only Drippings remains. But she was self-conscious about her smell, so she wasn't really like eager to approach. Which, mm-hmm. I mean, kind of brings up the question of what were you doing coming out here anyway? <laughs> you could have found something else to do. Uh, but the others encourage <clears throat> her. Because they do want to see her fail. Right. It'll, it'll be make a good them, laugh. Yeah, it'll make them feel better about their own failure. It's a real squid moment. Uh, she introduces herself as Drippings, and also as Batso, which makes the soup smell. And then she gives his name, Das Kenderini, and he says, Alright, cool, come on in. <laughs> Let's play Xbox. Uh, a rug was spread out for her, clothes were given to her, and she also got slippers of gold. Which, again, I don't feel would be comfortable. They would but at they least look be banging. They'd probably be cold. Like, can you imagine putting on metal slippers when you woke up in the morning? Depends. Do they look fucking awesome? <laughs> um, so, salt, sauce, spice, onion leaves, and pepper no longer despised her, as often happens in these cases. And offer to. <laughs> we were friends the whole time. Right. They'll sweep for her, they'll pound for her, they'll draw water for her, they'll pound ingredients for her, which now makes me question what pounding for her is, uh, and they'll stir food for her. So they all became handmaidens, and the moral of all this is that from common things are our most blessed foods made. And just as the most common, kind of smelly stuff can be transformed under the right circumstances into something cool and delicious... Uh, if you see a man is poor, don't despise him. You'll know you don't know if one day he'll be better than you. That's all. And secretly has gold shoes. Mic drop. That's it. That's it. That's the end. That's the end. Short and sweet, but I think we could do a lot with this meat. <laughs> um. Yeah, we could apply drippings and onion leaves and undefined spice so i'm gonna sneak in a little bit of research on this Mm -hmm. like the bare minimum because again we did do that last week and i am exhausted listen Um, you're buying us more time right uh so because she introduced a second name at the end botso uh i looked that up just to see if that was just another uh word for drippings in uh in the house of language uh, and the Google Translate has that as Explore. And then I looked up Das Gondorini because I thought, well, maybe that name has something to do with soup or whatever. And it's just kind of a cute story about all that. And Das Gondorini means traveler. So I don't know if there's like a second subtext going on that Explore met traveler and got gold shoes or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and again, this is from Google Translate from a language that I don't think has like a lot of speakers compared to many others Mm -hmm. um so i don't know how accurate or how much like checking they've done in hasa translations and it kept saying would you like to translate this from japanese no (laughs) i would not thank you no thank you google just a little side note yeah let's let's get that 10 percent percent rate closer to accurate and like fix up the meat of this tale first and foremost it should be about soup i think you think it should focus more centrally on the soup itself? On the soup metaphor. Um, I mean, I, I can get down with that. Do you have um, do you have any, anywhere in particular you'd like that to go? Yeah, it should take place at the beach. Okay. All right. How... And the ocean is like a cauldron. <laughs> so these, make... these ladies are just kind of like swimming out to the ocean to this dude who's just sitting on one of those inflatable... Uh, donut rings. Sweet drink in hand. And and he's just like, ladies, ladies, Mm -hmm. one at a time. There's only room on the inflatable beach chair for two. Well, what if it's at a pool? What? A pool instead of an ocean. I mean, that would make more more, sense. Yeah, a little more contained. (laughs) And then, like, the house he has is, like, the beach house. Or the pool house that he has in the back that they can't go into. What ingredient can he be instead of just a random man? Um, I mean, he could be the meat. That's all you see when you look at this guy? Just a piece of meat? I mean, that's all they see. A, lit- a literal slab of meat? That is that is all they see. Can we, can we be is, a little bit more subtle? Well, it maybe? is kind of their job to, like, season the beef boy. Um, <laughs> could, he, could he be, uh, 
the whole meat, including the can you be an animal? It's <laughs> just like just like a, a cow, just a with full its, cow out on the pool, with its many many meats and other parts. I mean, he could be. I don't know if that makes more sense or really supports Tyler's. Can make he it look more like soup. he was drawn by Gary Larson? <laughs> just turn the That's whole thing into a Gary Larson cartoon. Exactly. Cows from the Chick Fil A calendars. Well, if, we're, if this is more about soup, then he probably shouldn't reject most of the seasonings, right? And then it becomes a polyamorous tale. Mm-hmm. He takes I mean, a whole village to bone down on this cow. But then we need to figure out like how to keep that moral intact with drippings. That it's humble ingredients that make the whatever. Yeah. I mean, they can all be humble ingredients. Just Roger and Roger and down on meat and soup and whatever it's kind of a sucky moral anyway because it implies that you only need the humble ingredients which is incorrect all of these things are necessary for a good soup right but the like the Um, drippings bring it to the next level so we need to figure out how do they though they do like using fat in your cooking is important to bring in that taste out is it more important than any of these other ingredients salt is probably a little bit more important than drippings like, like if you if you, you could can have subtract that, like, one ingredient from the list, which would it be? You got, you, 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 I think onion leaves. <laughs> yeah, I love. Um, onion. So the story I, should probably be about them then. I have never used humble. an an onion leaf. I think in my it, life. I don't think. I think what the story is getting at is that like things that appear gross, things that are considered waste and refuse, right? Can like really sweeten the pot um, and like sure yeah and and end up being transformed into the best part of of something and, and since the story seems to be actually trying to get at the hey stop de- despising poor people sure yes or gross old people or gross old people um i think dripping's role in this is is all right but i do think it needs to be adjusted from just she gets a man and is now better than the other two or the other groups of people um because you shouldn't only not despise poor people because they could be your boss one day like that's (laughs) not a good reason to not despise poor people right because the truth is like in vast majorities of of cases poor people are going to remain that way because the system is set up to keep them there so that shouldn't, like, you shouldn't dis- not despise them just because they could win the lottery. Well, or or for, you know, your own your own personal gain. Yeah, or, like, or security uh, for the future kind of thing. Yes. I think that's a worse reason to like someone. Yeah, like, oh. It's for potential future gain. You're yeah. So, you're so nice. If you ever win the lottery, please think of me. Yeah, so how can we how can we adjust that a little bit so that like the the good part of the moral is there, but we we remove the the dumb gross part, and it's just like, hey, everyone is a valuable contributor to society in some way. Like everyone has something to contribute if you just like give them the chance to do it, which I think it should be the real moral here, because like there are a lot of people who are brilliant in a lot of cool ways, but they never get a chance to like showcase that or. Or put it to use because other aspects of them are not valued by society, so they are constantly put down. Did she need to get gold shoes for rubbing down the first old person she saw? <laughs> are you saying, like, is a hot dude in gold shoes an appropriate thank you gift for rubbing an old woman down? Right. Shouldn't the reward you... just be a human connection? Right, like you were nice once. And mutual does, respect. And yeah, 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 does introducing a a substantial material reward, <laughs> you say that that cheapens it a little bit. It does, I think and so. I think a lot of folk tales are are leaning on that pretty heavily, and it does get pretty do. old. It's like, oh, you were kind to someone, now you vomit gold coins every time you talk. <laughs> and that and that is the only reason to ever do it. To ever be nice to anybody. It would be nice to see a folktale where your kindness to other people gives them the power to do really cool things, and then you just your benefits from being you kind to them are, are living. Yeah, are living in a world that's better. In a, in a world that has been better for it. <laughs> right, as opposed to I was nice to this person, and now look at this sweet coat I have. Give me a trophy, please. 
for basic human kindness. Now, how do we make that about soup? Um, well... Because soup in itself is a materialistic reward. It is. A very tasty one. For um, bringing the kind elements of all of these ingredients together. What if the world was soup? Um, there, you, there you go. And, and, by, and by being nice to other ingredients and beef, you make it better for everybody. Cause yeah, it all the gets soup flavored. is enriched. Well, if, um, we're, we gotta, if we're gonna keep like, like they are human now metaphor. Also, I, <laughs> I do want to point out that you suggested that the soup be a pool, which made more sense. And my response was, make the soup bigger. <laughs> now Let's it's make, the whole planet. Make it the planet. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, we gotta get like a metaphorical problem that would be the same as how drippings enriches a soup and makes mm-hmm. it better. Yeah. Um, so these other ingredients, like they they are vital ingredients right. for the most part. Onion onion leaves being a little bit more on the negotiable point. there, um, but they are not like they're not quite as good without drippings. Mm-hmm. Not so they as need, strong. They need a problem, and so part of this might be maybe we remove the beef boy element of this, or he plays a different role than like prize mm-hmm. at the end. Because like the the real metaphor we're going for is that like like people who don't have the most visible and celebrated strengths still have things that that bring a lot to the table and enrich the world. So we need to have a problem that could be enriched by a stinky girl who's nice <laughs> uh, and would teach the others that that their strengths aren't the only ones that matter. Mm-hmm. And that's a a bit of a tougher metaphor to get across in a story then we want abs but only one person was nice enough to clean abs back abs mom's back it's a tough metaphor to keep clean right and and coherent perhaps (laughs) (laughs) so if beef boy is the like the meat of the soup he his life needs to be enriched by all of these people somehow yes and it doesn't necessarily need to be a romantic thing no for any of them uh they all teach him different life lessons and none of them matter without kindness and none of them matter without kindness you should be nice to people because it's nice to people <laughs> well if you're nice to people like we need to see the material change that being nice to people presents without it being a direct like you get something back for it mm-hmm. um they they secrete their tasty oozes into the world <laughs> soup <laughs> I do want to see that scene. So maybe he is a little boy. And rather, <laughs> okay. rather and each than ingredient, it being, each it's ingredient like a tutor. is a tutor. Yeah. yeah. So it's, we yeah. remove the romantic aspect entirely. Each ingredient is they a turn, tutor. They turn themselves into animals to teach him lessons. Or ingredients, or, if Or you they will. just remain ingredients. <laughs> yeah. Or they, they turn into human people, but not necessarily hot they ladies. T- they turn him into different ingredients Ooh. to teach to teach him about the different roles of society. Yeah, I like that. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> um, you're you're gonna spend a day. They they freaky Friday him one by one, and none of them respects drippings because all that drippings is bringing to the table is kindness. Drippings is not providing any like financial motivation. It's drippings, not flashy. Yeah, drippings isn't doing any scientific advancement. Um, it's typically unrewarding. Yeah, drippings is, or the, at least not immediately rewarding. It's the nonprofit like community work. Yeah, that regularly gets defunded. It's difficult. Yeah, it's a little smelly. It's not sexy at all. So no one respects drippings. Uh, but maybe like without drippings, without those lessons, like things start to fall apart a little bit. Because no one can really enjoy the fruits of economic labor or scientific advancement, etc. Without, like, some measure of kindness in the world. Like, if everyone's just sort of out for themselves. And humility. Right. Uh, No one gets very far because you don't achieve anything by yourself. And so that's what they, like, everyone's sort of fighting over which one of them is the most important ingredient. And the goals in and of themselves are empty because of it. And drippings is the one that brings them all together in the end. And he like into a beautiful soup. Yeah, he realizes this while eating soup <laughs> that doesn't have drippings, and it's like, wow, this is just a lot of jangly flavors. 
uh, if it's if it's we can't all be beef, right? Um, if we are all beef, then what you have is is a mess and not really a soup. It's just it's just kind of gray, flavorless, wet, yeah. wet slops. And if you get too much of another ingredient, that's a problem too. Like too much spice, which could be like war or like something else that has a lot of heat Wait, to it. Sp- Spice is a metaphor for or, war. Or pepper. Pepper <laughs> is could that be what you said. Pepper could be like, like people who are good at like physical things, like battle uh-huh. and, and all that. Like, because we, I mean, as a society, we respect soldiers and stuff. Uh, like that's a, a yeah. skill that's a respected skill, more so than sure. like the community service people. The drippings, right? So, like, if each of these re- reflects uh, like an area of society that gets attention then yeah, war soldiers, that's going to be one of them. I don't know. That's not a perfect metaphor. We got a lot of workshopping to do. <laughs> I, I, I just like, I like that we have arrived here. At, Pe- at Pe- a, a Pepper is metaphor. some kind of aggression kind of thing. Or sports. Maybe Pepper is sports. That's okay. I, I like, like aggressive sports. Because sports. it's the aggression thing that we like, we admire a certain kind of aggression. Sure. In, in the inevitable animated film that this is based on, can Pepper still wear like a general's uniform, but be out on a football field? Just to confuse the metaphor. A general's deeply. uniform with a, a football like insignia and number sure. on it. General linebacker. No, sorry. Of course his name is Sergeant Pepper. <laughs> yeah. What am I yeah, doing? It was, it was. It was. It's right uh, there. Yes. All right, so we remove the romantic aspect. He is now a little boy learning about the value of all members of society and that nothing gets anywhere if you're not kind. Basically, we have turned this into schoolhouse rock. Essentially, yeah. Kind of. Um, it could yeah. be like societal skills or also like personal skills because I've had to have this have this conversation with a student before where like mm-hmm. you can be the smartest kid in this class. You can know all kinds of stuff, but if you are not nice to people, I promise you, you, you will not go to get very far in life. If you have no drippings in your heart, right, you will <laughs> get no, nowhere. With no drippings, no one wants to hire you. Like, if you're mean to everyone, you will not make the connections that you need to succeed in this world. So maybe rather than, like, a societal thing, it's just, like, these are all aspects of, of human achievement that you can pursue. And having, like, mm-hmm. a little bit of all of them is, is pretty good, but you need that drippings to pull it all together you need it's the it's the the guy with the heart ring in um captain planet yeah <laughs> is he is is he like the most useful on the surface not really but but you do need him man i have really come around on the term drippings for these people <laughs> oh yes because every time we point out an example it just does seem to fit doesn't it <laughs> right uh, like, yeah I, I guess so he is certainly the drippings of the captain planet force Mm-hmm. and he does a great job at it and he is a, a necessary component if not the most flashy or yeah. exciting yeah you need him yeah all right um so our schoolhouse rock rewrite of this aside i think that goes in our success uh pile <laughs> We did it, guys. That's maybe um, the strongest one we've ever yeah, put we down. Yeah, com- we, we took the to... moral and and the metaphor and like completely uh, retro, like, I don't know, I've lost language. Revamped. Yeah, that one. Um, there was one thing in the original tale that I highlighted because mm-hmm. I read it through and then I read it back for notes. And on the second read, this stood out to me as something that I forgot because it was never dealt with. Oh, uh, this certain youth is very handsome and the son of the evil spirit. Oh, yeah, I kind of kind of glossed right over that myself. Uh-huh. Did not really come around to that ever. So mm-hmm. putting our schoolhouse rock tail on the shelf, on the success shelf <laughs> next to all of our mini trophies. <laughs> Let's return to the original uh, soup <laughs> and, and see what we can do with this bit so that was... That old lady kind of shifty now, huh? Yeah, she is theoretically the evil spirit. And when this was first introduced, like, before all the other stuff distracted me from it, um, I thought we were on a a tale of, like, rescuing this kid from forces of evil or whatever. Uh, One of those things where he's, like, under a curse or whatever and these guys have to fix it. Mm -hmm. But no, that's glossed over and Drippings rubs the back of the evil spirit and gets the name (laughs) of the sun. Now it's a corrupted soup. Right. 
It's a poopy soup. An evil soup. So, if you're the son of the evil spirit, what are the chances that you are also evil? They seem to have a good relationship, mother and son. That doesn't mean anything, though. It doesn't, but it doesn't mean nothing. Because, <laughs> like, if he had completely rejected her evil ways, mm-hmm. they would probably not be on speaking terms, and she might not be sending him, setting Suitors. him up. Yeah. And specifically setting him up with the, the nicest one. Do they the live in the same house? Unclear. I mean, they journey a while from where the woman is bathing, so, like, probably not. I doubt that she would travel super far to get a bath. Potentially estranged, then. Potentially. Maybe she's just I mean, like, reaching I th- out. I think, I think in this world where everybody and everything is soup, you would travel <laughs> any distance for the right bath. Well, we, we put that that world on the shelf, like our take on it. No, mm. This is this is fresh take. I mean, soup. Gordy soup would like to still, revisit it. <laughs> soup is still very much a part of the the core. Yeah, we can't escape soup entirely. Like we no. can't we can't put away the soup. We made way too much soup. <laughs> we stregonana the the soup. <laughs> My point is that this man, as far as I know, never mentions his mother. And gives us no indication that he has any relationship with her. He gives us no indication of anything, though. What's that? He gives us no indication of anything, though. All he says is, who are you? Do you know my name? Come on in. You're assuming that his um, criteria implies uh, familiarity with his mother as the only way to find out his name. There's familiarity in at least one direction there. Like, either his mother knows that he's only going to marry someone who, like, passes his <laughs> Rumpelstiltskin test, uh-huh. or he knows that his mother will only give his name to the, the woman he that she thinks he should marry. Right. I guess that's fair. So, we have, we have like, two scenarios we can play with. One, his mother is evil. <laughs> Pretty and straightforward. He, and he is not. Mm-hmm. He's just neutral or good. Two, his mother is evil... And he is also evil. What does that mean for the suit? Right. Both of these have interesting implications for, like, Dripping's whole situation. uh, And would maybe explain why the lesson is be nice to people and you'll get stuff. Because that's a very subtly evil lesson. A subtle evil twist on a good lesson. And the best evil is the one that twists the good so that there's still an element of good in it. That tricks you down the path of evil. If you are kind to evil people, they will reward you with gold shoes. So just keep being which nice is to a, them. A metaphor for promotion. <laughs> Maybe everyone in the story is evil. Maybe it was evil magic <laughs> that brought these spices to life with a thirst for man. To w- make a man soup. Right. I, don't know. I just thought it was an interesting little tidbit that never got looked at or dealt with. But that bathing woman is a 100% evil spirit. I'm never going to be able to look at soup the same way again. It is a complicated this. meal. I'm going to stare at a bowl of soup and wonder what machinations are happening <laughs> and whether or not what I'm ingesting is pure evil. I have definitely had some canned soups that I would imagine came from a place of pure evil. <laughs> they, they do come out fighting. <laughs> so yeah, uh, any any other thoughts on the evil spirit twist to this kindly old lady bathing herself in the river it's a very sneaky inclusion right at the beginning and i do like it because it does give you more to think about on a second viewing so how can we like i mean that could give this kind of a horror twist at the end it was so nonchalantly added that i didn't (laughs) even like register it the first time right it was right over your head (laughs) you said this information and i was just like of course because folktale well well, you get well you get you get thrown off by i think sentient soup ingredients because that's where i focus because you kind of have to process both of these things at the same time yeah that's why of ingredients to discuss this hot bod like i highlighted it when I wrote the note down just to make sure that I didn't forget a third time that this Uh was a thing that we needed to talk about because (laughs) yeah, I I too was thrown off immediately by, by, well, now Pepper is a a hot lady. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) Let's go do this thing. Sergeant Um, Pepper's hot lady club. So what can we do to the ending? Like if we kept everything else in the story the same, what can we do to the ending to call back to that moment and like, give a a Shyamalan twist to this whole tale. 
Because we need a motivation for the evil spirit. What what would be an evil reason to turn soup ingredients into thirsty women? Uh, lust for gold? Evil grandkids. Evil grandkids, you're trying to impress. Well, no, you want to create evil grandkids. Oh, you, do, you don't have evil grandkids already, but you just, mm-hmm. like, you want to show them that you're cool. That you can still hang. You... <laughs> You, I mean, they, you've tried so many times to get your evil son married, but it's just no it's women, not working out. No women will have him, so you give life to soup ingredients and see how that goes. I don't know. Maybe like the last shot is the the evil spirit mom coming in, putting her hand on the shoulders of evil spirit son, while Dripping sits next to him, unaware, and the other ladies are handmaidening, like doing whatever tasks they're doing pounding mm-hmm. and then separately pounding ingredients um etc and then the eyes of the son and the the mother both like glow red briefly as they stare into the soul of the audience and then we fade to black and then sponsored by candles <laughs> and the evil was that all of this was just just a big advertisement the whole time campbell's the most evil soup company and, and the knows. real the real moral is don't add us for including a lot of cheap ingredients in our soup. It's really the most important part. Those like awful bits that we, that we have instead of real <laughs> the, meat. So this really turned into like corporate brainwashing. The yeah. message that fades up at the end is it just says brought to you by Campbell's soup. We are evil. <laughs> but you but you will like us anyway. They're, they're not afraid to tell us anymore. And they made a whole bizarre short film to express it. I know there's at least one soup company that is owned by a much more evil, larger company. That's not that's shocking. Doing, that's doing a lot of bad in the world. So yeah, we just find what that company is. It's probably Campbell's, statistically speaking. Um, Ironically, it's Progresso. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever that soup company is, sponsored by by that company. And that's that's it. The like, real evil is making you watch... An, a long advertisement <laughs> for a cheap, not great uh, a native advertisement, even meal substitute. And the name of the film is Condensed Evil <laughs> by M. Night Shyamalan. And we get he's... away with the sponsorship because parody. <laughs> I don't know. There's got to be some twist to that that law. So yeah, if you listeners have other better ideas, not hard, for how to to make the uh, evil twist happen at the end, uh, let us know, and we will be happy to hear it. I don't know what it says about us, but we had a lot easier of a time thinking up a good ending to this than a bad one. Usually that's not the case. Yeah, have we gone soft in our... I- in our criminal ways? I feel like my crime-weaving days are coming to a close. I don't know. Oh, man. Don't say that, Tyler. I feel like I've been reformed. Uh, look, it, there comes a time in every person's life when they have to move on to something new. And if and if that's now for you, then I support it. I don't want to be a nice weaver. You don't have to be a nice weaver, but you can <laughs> weave something else. Give it give it a shot. Yeah. Uh, weave, um, weave, weave... I don't know. It's spreadsheets. <laughs> Maybe that'll be fulfilling. I can't see how it wouldn't be. Uh, So that's going to do it for us, folks. Uh, Thank you for listening. Thank you in advance for your better endings, since we have (laughs) lost our evil edge. Um, Thank you to... Soup. Soup, yeah. And drippings, I guess. Thanks, thanks, drippings. I didn't didn't expect to be saying that, but thank Thank you, you. drippings. Thank you, drippings, the world over. All all people who are performing the role of drippings, thank you. You are needed, and you are important. The linchpin of our soup. Thank you to all of our listeners for sticking with us. Thank you to our uh, patrons for supporting the show and creating a healthy, wonderful community of supportive and delightful humans to keep some faith going on in the world. Tyler, would you like to announce what we are doing with Patreon funds this month? Uh, For the month of June, all Patreon earnings that we receive are going to be donated evenly between two organizations. Uh, We're going to be making a donation to the Color of Change Fund, 
and also to <clears throat> excuse me the National Center for Transgender Equality in honor of Pride Month. Uh, so thank you for all of your donations to Patreon so that we could contribute to these very essential funds. And in addition, I plan to uh, personally match both donations as well because having gone nowhere and done nothing for this entire <laughs> quarantine has made me uh, eligible to do so comfortably. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to look at matching um, as well. If you would also like to make a donation to either of those, uh, look them up. Give well, we whatever, whatever well. it is that you feel comfortable giving. All right. I, I am not in a position to match exactly, but I will be um, donating to these places as well. And uh, there are plenty of other really great organizations to look into, but we felt that these two w were doing a lot of like big picture work that we wanted to support. Um, and links will be included in the description of the episode for you to easily find them. Uh, so everyone stay safe out there also. Keep fighting the good fight. Please do. Uh, all right. And thank you to our top tier patrons. Maya, Katerina, Spaghetti About It, Lovelace, Ro, Teresa, Kula, Funky Little Strawberry, Izzy, Good China Pun Next Week, The Comfort of a Cop Matters Less Than the Life of a Black Person. Correct. Rachel, I'm Trapped in a Podcast, Kovis Cat, Lemur, Angela, Cole, Who Will Catch Tyler and Destroy Kevin, Caitlin, Alex, Little Smorgasbord, Danielle, Wyatt, Soapy Faye, Kelty, Olwyn, Queen of Terrible Taste, Allie, Thank You, Yonder Toad, Nathan the Scott, Yahweh Yahweh, Link, April, DPRCM, The Day Dude, Pyrus, High Listus of Wimbus, What Am Grace, Taking Suggestions on Discord, Jeremiah, WT Folklore Buddits, Haley, Dominic, Justin, Lily, Jenna, Heather, High Meality of the Cult of Cricket. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you always, Doug. Thanks, Doug. Thank you, Doug. Thank you all. Now go out there and be the drippings of the world. Be the drippings we so we crave. We need and crave. We need all the drippings we can get. We're what the folklore. That's how it works. This has been What the Folklore. Thanks for listening to our show. If you have story suggestions for us, please send them to wtfolklore at gmail.com and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Special thanks to the Brobdingnagian Bards for the use of their song Happily Ever After from their album Brobdingnagian Fairy Tales. If you enjoyed our show, please rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts.